This is Black Without the Magic. I'm Joy Pazant. I'm Tosin Badawa. And with our new guest, this is... Dwight Washington Jr. So, we're also missing our Eliza. She'll probably be in a little late. But today's episode, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to be talking about careers. So, as a toss-up to both of you, and I also have other people that I've interviewed, so we're going to intertwine that with them. As someone who is black, have you ever felt racially discriminated at your job? No, not really, because I worked at a job where the majority of people who worked there and the managers as well were black. So I've never felt racially discriminated. I don't know if that's going to happen at my new job, since all of them are not black and don't know me, but I don't know. I've never felt it. Yeah, when I went into my job for the first time, I was kind of worried because it's like a tutoring center. And I was thinking, well, maybe they think like I won't be able to do it or anything. But like when I went in there, there was actually like more black workers than I thought. There were like two other black women. And I noticed that like kids, they don't really discriminate. So like they were just coming up to me and asking questions. So I've been pretty lucky in not like facing any discrimination like work wise yet. Nice. I have never had a job, so I don't really know. That's why this is all new to me. I asked one of my, somebody who's like a parent to me about their job. He worked at the FBI for a long time. And he said that he felt very, he had racial discrimination for a long time at his job. People weren't going to talk to him. People didn't take his, his choices seriously. He had a candidate that he was supposed to recommend to his higher up. And instead, they hired somebody else who was not competent at all, only because they didn't take his candidate seriously. So I found that very interesting. What do y'all think about it? I mean, it sounds like the FBI. Yeah, it does. Yeah. The United States government is racist. Yeah. Point blank. I mean. I mean, we've, I was thinking to myself, maybe, maybe we could have gotten better, but like. No, we've gotten worse. Yeah. We really have, haven't we? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want to oh, yeah. elaborate? I was just going to say, I was watching like a show. It's based in the 70s, but it's about like FBI agents. And like they literally interviewed a black guy and he was really competent for the job. But it was just like the time period then. They were like, criminals aren't going to take like black workers seriously. And so like that kind of connects to the whole FBI thing. I don't know when he started there or anything. But, like, we really haven't changed all that much. And, like, what they said in that TV show actually happens in real life. Yeah. Also, I interviewed our new Mr. Flynn. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Wow. Flynn. Yes. And she said from the do- jobs that she's had, she has not felt any racial discrimination. She was really thankful about it. But as her job as a flutist, she was just, like, she was thinking about... Her time there in hell, you don't see many people like that. Mm -hmm. And I'll get more into that later. So do you think that college for us will prepare us for somebody who's going to be in our field that's black? Honestly, I don't know. Because a lot of like this college stuff, you think, oh, because we're black, we hear a lot of stuff about affirmative action. And like, you might think, or how how no matter how, like, smart you are, you may think that, like, or people will think, oh, maybe they just got into this good place because of affirmative action, which I think really sucks because you could be just as good as other people, but they'll kind of look down on you for that. And, like, I'm personally interested in going to, like, an HBCU right now. So, like, 
I haven't been around anybody that's like been gone to an HBCU or anything. Like school doesn't really talk about that. So like I don't really know how prepared I am to go into an all black space when I've never really been in an area that's like that. You went to Hoover, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dwight? I don't know. I don't think college will prepare me. I mean, for UA, I'm trying to go to UA. I don't think that's going to prepare me at all. I think that's just going to make it worse because I don't really know. Well, it might prepare me because if I face discrimination in the workplace, college is going to, you, especially UA, it's going to prepare me for that same discrimination. I'm going to receive it, receive it there. I'm going to be prepared for it. But in terms of if I go to a black school, I'm not going to be prepared. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, this person is being racist. How do I fix this situation where if I'm already in a situation earlier on, I'm going to learn steps to solve it. Mm-hmm. So maybe college will fix it. But you're going to face discrimination everywhere. Right. Yeah. I don't think college is going to fix it. I mean, we face discrimination at ASPA, to be honest. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where you are. So I guess we're already being prepared, to say the most. The real yeah. world. Look at there. The real world is hard. I know. I'm not prepared for this. We're all <laughs> seniors now. Look at there. Mm-hmm. Dwight, what is the field that you actually want to go into? Are you going to continue music? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I found that. That's really going to be cool because... I just, all the music students, I love them. I love this yeah. music. And I always ask art kids if they like continue, they want to like continue in their field. And I hear a lot of no's. So it's like pretty cool to hear that you still want to go into music. A lot yeah. of people say no, but you know, you say no, but then you look at your scholarship opportunities and you're like, oh, never mind. I, I want that money. I don't want to yeah. fall into debt. So I guess I'm going to go into my art. Yeah, do something you're good at and get money for it. Isn't that the life dream right there? Okay. So I was talking back to the FBI friend and Ms. Strickland. She said she she thought college fully prepared her for that because she was one of the only black students. And she was the only black flutist at the university she was at for for grad and undergrad. And she... Felt like she had to work twice as hard to be accepted. And also for the FBI person that I interviewed, he said that he didn't think that college prepared him because nothing can actually prepare you for the real world, basically. Yeah. And by the way, uh, Ms. Strickland went to UA. She did? Yeah. Nice. I did not know that. Yeah, me neither. So... Look at there. You're on track for what she said. We're going a little fast today. It's good. Do you ever see any advantages or disadvantages in your job due to your race? Advantages? I feel like, well, in my second job, I feel like we were closer together and we had each other's back. Like, because where I worked, it was like crazy people came in there all the time, but we all had each other's back because we knew each other so well. Also, the disadvantages were that we really didn't care. I wouldn't say care about each other, but we'll throw each other in the dirt. Well, I wouldn't, but they would. I don't know. I don't think that's a disadvantage based on your race. I think that's just a disadvantage based on the person. 
But like I said, I was surrounded by black people. Managers were black, you know, higher up were black. So I didn't have any disadvantages. We were all equal. Nice. I mean, white people would have disadvantages if they came into that job, which a few did. You want to talk about that? That's actually I mean, interesting. People didn't treat them the same. They didn't see them. They saw them as the privileged because it was a lower class neighborhood. They saw them as the privileged. So they would treat them like really, really less than what they were. It was kind of like sad. I'm like, can you chill out? Like, just because she's white doesn't mean that she can't do the job or that she's lazy or something. And they would just like bully them to customers. Would. Like, that's not called for at all. That's interesting. So actually, it was reversed, which was interesting to see. Yeah. I haven't worked like long enough at my job, I don't think, to see any advantages or disadvantages. But I don't think there is going to be any because like, it's like really diverse if you like look at the staff and like the people that come in. So I don't think I will there. But like I could see that in like a different situation. How about what you foresee for the job that you want to go into? Oh, yeah. I want to go into the medical field, and you hear a lot of stuff about discrimination. My dad is a doctor, and he works in, like, the country, like, hospitals. And, like, you'll see Confederate flags everywhere and things like that, and it's crazy what he goes through. And some people will definitely be like, oh, yeah, I don't want a black doctor, but they're at the hospital, and, like, they need him to, like, care for them. So I could definitely see discrimination in the medical field, like, in the future. I don't know about the music field because you don't see a lot of black oboes, but I don't think that's an advantage or disadvantage. It might be an advantage, no, because you're the only one and there's really no competition. And they might just say, oh, we need diversity in our orchestra. So, hey, come along. But I don't know. I don't feel like I'm going to have an advantage or disadvantage. It's just due to how good I play or how bad I play. It's going to be my advantage or not. So it's not based on race in my career choice. I think because I want to be a psychiatrist, being one of the few black psychiatrists, because you don't see many people wanting to be a psychiatrist who's black, I think that'll be a good advantage if I like push towards that and see and like have like an open discussion towards that because counseling has been very stigmatized in our community and actually one therapy and we usually use race as therapy in some ways so mm -hmm. like if you actually open that up into something and you can also include did I say race I meant religion I meant religion if you open that up to that I feel like that'll be an advantage but as you said disadvantages medical field and medical school can have a bunch of discrimination during residency residency as well yeah i've heard a lot of story about like how white patients didn't want to see black doctors because they felt like they weren't qualified enough yeah it's definitely a real yeah. thing just like watching my dad and things like that like you think oh maybe that's like something you hear about in the past but like it still happens today and that would like that suck but like person like seeing maybe a black psychiatrist maybe that would like open up more black people to wanting to see one to like get help Have you ever had a time where you felt empowered at your job due to your race? And each one of y'all should elaborate. I still don't have a job. <laughs> um, I mean, 
yeah, I think it was nice. I felt empowered when I saw like other black women there because it's like, oh, it's nice to know that like I'm not the only person here that's like of color. Like that was nice to see because I really didn't know what to expect when I was going in there. And it's like, oh, I didn't know because that was the first time I met my boss. I didn't know if he was going to be like, oh, could she work here because she's black? Or I didn't know how it was going to be. So it was nice to know, yeah, I can work here. And like I felt empowered when like I could help kids out and get along with people. I think there's power in numbers. That's why I feel empowered because I'm surrounded by a whole lot of black people who understand my problems and who are facing the same discrimination as I am. So I feel like there's power in numbers. So I feel empowered just by the number of black people who work with me. Nice. I don't know. I'm trying to think about being a black psychiatrist because I don't know. That became like a really big passion to me when I was talking to people about it with you remember that English paper that we had in Ms. Bowser? Yeah. That research paper about, oh, yeah. So that's why I did my research paper about, like, actually, like, psychology and psychiatry of the black community. And I found a bunch of different ways, <laughs> a bunch of different people to actually talk about the situation. And, it's like, there might, there really should be a need for, like, more black psychologists and psychiatrists. Yeah. And working with that and wanting to own my own clinic, that's something that I feel empowered about because I just really want to help people. And due to my race, maybe so being someone as a person of color, you can feel like more open and honest with them instead of thinking that counseling is only for white people. Because I've heard a bunch of people say, hey, counseling is only for white people. We don't need that. You just need religion and stuff like that. So I find that. Interesting. Where is Eliza? I have no idea. I was just thinking about her. I was like, I don't know if we're going through these questions really fast. Right. Guess who showed up late? Hi. So you get to introduce the question. Okay. So the next question is, what are some jobs that people usually associate with black people and why? Definitely manual labor, in my opinion. True. Definitely because of the history of, like, slavery and stuff like that. Like, I don't know of anything else, really. Like, I'm probably just missing a whole bunch of stuff. Like, in my mind, I think a black person could be anything. But, like, when you think about, in general, what people associate, I think, like, manual labor. You know, what you also do see a lot is when, if the if a black person is a professional, mm -hmm. they aren't usually thought to be a professional. So, like... A black person who's in a hospital, you're not the doctor, you're the nurse, yeah. right? Yeah. Or you're somebody else on the staff, but you're not in that professional, like, doctorate degree. You see that a lot, too. What? What do you think? What do I think? Um, basically, what they said, Walmart, fast food. <laughs> the whole, the whole yeah. place of Walmart. The of Walmart. Mechanic. Mechanic. Yes, mechanic. <laughs> Not even a mechanic. The mechanic assistant. They don't Dang. even be. I've n I was just thinking about mechanic. I've never seen like a black mechanic. I don't know why. My uncle is a mechanic. I've never seen your uncle. I was just thinking about that essay True. we had to read where it was like a black mechanic in the pizza place. And one what are you games. talking about? You know, the, remember the essays we had The college essay. Yeah. You did know I didn't read those, right? <laughs> really? No, Wait, which one was that? A, B, or C? That was Domino. That was D. Yeah, that, that was, was the Domino? Okay. Yeah. So what I've heard people say was janitor, 
secretary, house cleaner slash maid, or like cafeteria worker. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was so surprised. I don't know why when I saw like a white male working in our cafeteria. It's Dude, so weird. He like, freaks me out, though. That's when you think about like how much we associate races with different things. I'm like, who is he? Is he the boss? What is he doing here, like being a cafeteria worker? And it's so bad. I think that way, but it's because of society, really. And I'm like, oh, he just also works in the cafeteria. There's nothing wrong with that. I was just like, who is he? weird. Yeah. He weirded me out. I was like, where did you come from? You're he not- smiles. And that freaks me out. <laughs> I was like, you're not Miss Brittany. Come- Where's Miss Brittany? Come back. <laughs> Think of what other, like, jobs. Maid is something that's been associated for a long time. Ah, uh, maid? I wouldn't mm. say black people. I wouldn't say black people, exactly. Yeah, that's like, uh, Hispanic more Lucky. now. You know, yeah. like, Family Guy, we've got Consuela. Any of you guys watch? I've never seen Family Guy. Seriously? No. No, no. Yeah, I don't watch yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, also, after they were talking about the job, some people were saying that they've had conversations with other people that hold jobs like this, and people usually don't associate us with like being the most articulate and the most intelligent, sometimes mm-hmm. even now. And that's why this causes like job discrimination and all that. And sometimes we don't even have like the higher paying jobs because of discrimination. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes I think you can't get in the front door. Like you can't even get to the interview sometimes because of things. What be- you mark on your application. Mm-hmm. And they can see all of that. Yeah. Even by your name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was, that's what I was thinking about. Like your name. If your name is like something that is commonly associated with a black person and it's kind of one of those, you know, has an apostrophe, it ends in equal. Those types of names, right? <laughs> apostrophe, it ends in equal. <laughs> You know what I'm trying to say. I just want to see, like, Oya. add both of those to a name. I need this. Huh? I need this in a name, right? You want one? Yes. Janiqua. Latasha Nwaniqua. What the fuck? Like, like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Those types of names. And, ha- okay, side, like, rant. Like, a football player, how they have names like that that still have, like, the apostrophe. Just, like, what's going on? Like, there's an Alabama football player that I saw on the news who had a name like that doesn't matter but with a name like that sometimes people will assume you're not articulate you're not blah 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 and then you know that can also kind of hurt you yeah and even like ethnic names like this summer I heard for the first time like somebody was like your name is so strange it's like I've never really gotten that before people were usually like oh that's a cool name or something but she's like your name's so strange what does that mean? Yeah, I was like, okay. I don't really know how to respond to that. I just like her name. I was like, Oliver Tosin. I was just like, that. I like that. Thank you. When Thank I was little, I had a friend. Her name was Ife Lua. That was her name. I remember her. Her name is what? Ife. Oh, okay. She's also Nigerian. Mm-hmm. I remember the last episode, just sidetrack here, because we're never going to get past this now, that the fact that you just like picked out like as soon as we talked about the African princess, you were just like, she's Nigerian. Yeah, Go. Everybody knows. When I was younger, I used to be like, how do you know if they're Nigerian? But it's just like, you just know. It's weird. Haha. Next question. <laughs> what are some jobs that you haven't seen many black people in, but you would love to see? The president. Yes. Over on the medical field, like especially with my senior research project, I've noticed there are very few like minorities, mm-hmm. like even less than black or like Native Americans and uh, 
yeah, Pacific Islanders. And they are also, like, part of our population. But, like, overall in the medical field, it's, like, white, Asian, a little bit of Hispanic. Not nearly enough. But uh, it doesn't reflect our population at all. And also, like, psychiatrists, like, I couldn't name one. Same. Well, as you know, my mother does work in the Office of Diversity (laughs) and Inclusion at the UAB School of Medicine. Are you... Are you, what is, what are you, are you selling your mother for a minute? No, I'm just saying she works in the Department of Diversity and Inclusion at the School of Medicine. And she's a black woman. Um, like it, it's almost, because that's usually where I spend most of my time when I'm ever in the Volcker or in the middle school, school area. Like it's really like, I see such a large number of people of different backgrounds. Like every day in her office, she has a horde of black students, of Latino students, of like all sorts of students from everywhere. Some of them are Native American. Some of them are Pacific Islanders. Like there's so many students that you see go through there. But then she still tells me like they're only 15% of their class. The classes I think are only like 183 people. So I mean... But I mean, that's 183 for all the years of medical... for one year, but I see like the kids, like the MS ones, twos, threes, fours. I see all the different ages of like the or years, whatever they're called, of the medical students, and it's really good to see. Like, the thing is with UAB is they're actually a school that like genuinely promotes diversity, and still yeah. it's like fifteen percent of their class. So like there are other reasons, you know, other than like maybe some black people don't want to be doctors or anything <laughs> that like come into play as to why they aren't the students that make up a, a like, larger percent. And failing high schools. What? And failing high schools yeah. in low impoverished areas. Yeah. yeah. One thing, you said president. How do you feel about Kamala Harris? I know she's a black candidate, but... Don't like her. Don't, exactly. She's I don't fake. like her. She's fake. She lies too much. Mm-hmm. I know, and I was rooting for her. Before she showed her true colors, I was like, yes, a black woman for president. Let's go. Two minorities. Let's get it. But then she started showing her colors. And I was like, oh, no, you can stay behind. Yeah. So go ahead, Tessa. I was just going to say, it would be nice to have another black president. But I don't know if, like, we could have that quick of a change after Trump. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So many people are just, like, trumped up or whatever. People are so bold now. (laughs) People are bold. They've like come out, and it's like, how could we like get enough votes to have? Like, you know what? I'm kind of grateful that they came out yeah. and showed their true, true colors because now we know who we need true, to watch. True, true, yeah. true, true. But I think we can make a huge jump. Think about it. We went from Obama to Trump. That yeah. was a huge jump. We yeah. can make a jump right back. I think. I mean, think like most of our presidencies, whenever it switches parties, it's always this huge jump, or there's always outrage that follows it. So, I, and then when it just it switches right back. You sometimes, usually, unless we're going to be on a Republican street from like for like the next couple of years, which I don't think is going to happen because too many people have like now gotten the right to vote. That can, we get yeah, to vote. Yeah, yeah, I mean, think about it. We all vote twenty. We're voting in twenty twenty. Yeah, but like presidential wise, it's the electoral college, and it's like all yeah, yeah, the yeah. Voting yeah goes before that that like really counts. And it's Remember, like, I did already a lot of have. Really my... aren't old enough just yet to like. I, voting in those primaries and things like that. I did already have that um, electoral college rant, didn't I? Was that a few episodes ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what jobs do you want to see more black people in, Tosin? Definitely the medical field, because that's what I want to go into. Same. Um, just, I don't know, 
more like higher ups in general of every field. Because the fact that like we as other black people think, oh yeah, black people work manual labor jobs. They're never, they're always the assistant, they're never the higher up. Like I think it'd be just better to see higher ups in all fields. You know what'd be cool? I mean, the dean of the School of Medicine is a black man. Yeah, Selwyn Vickers. Mm -hmm. I know a lot about diversity through my program this summer. I'm glad. Yeah. And, like, I found there was, like, something called this just, like, me bias with, like, medical schools where, like, they're more likely to... It's like anybody's more likely to let in somebody that they think can relate to themselves. And if often interviewers and stuff like that are white, mm -hmm. then they're going to be choosing the white students more. And that's, like, actual research that has shown that so it could be like it honestly could be related to any field that just like me but bias true very true I know my mom she gets to sit in on she I think she does sit on some in on some um medical school interviews I don't know all of what she actually gets to see but I know she does get to see like a lot of what comes through and oh one thing that she says that um really she thinks is hard for especially the minority students because they are still the minority even in the medical school is um what is it called it's like an ism but it's when you don't think you should be there oh yeah imposter syndrome yes imposter syndrome not an ism it's a syndrome so oh, she feels like that is really prominent with their minority students they have mm -hmm. because i mean think of all these kids who have parents who are doctors yeah. who are white who feel like they deserve to be there. And they, are, they might express that to you through microaggressions. Like she says that that's one of the biggest things. These kids feel such so many aggressions that aren't like upfront. They're just like minorly like they're there and you know that they're there. And then it makes them feel like maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I was just picked to be here because I am black and they needed to, you know, the whole, they have to have a, the quota thing. Yeah, that ties in with affirmative action. Like, people might look on, look down on you and like you only got yeah. here because of affirmative yeah. action. And that ties back into the imposter syndrome and it goes back and forth. But it's like affirmative action is like needed and it's a good thing. And it's like you can see with the numbers that even though there is affirmative action, there are still such low black like percentages in all these different fields. So it's like does it really matter that much and like you shouldn't look down on people just because of like their race. Like obviously if they're there, if they're in a higher up or anything like that. They've proven themselves like competent enough. But don't forget. So, what jobs would you want to see more black people in, Dwight? Um, especially working in classical music, because you don't see a lot of black people working in that field. Like, I go to competitions and like I feel left out. Not left out as most. I feel like the one standing out yeah. from everyone because I'm the only black person, mm -hmm. and that makes me work harder because I have to be better than everyone. <laughs> I'm like, I can't go up here sounding like trash and then have these white people looking down on me because they think I didn't do as much as I should have it's or like, I cannot play as... It's like working twice as hard. Yeah, you or, have to work twice as hard. It really feels like you do. To get acknowledgement. Do you think society has put us in a box of what jobs that we can do? Do you feel like society has like made like a box where you think, oh... This is the job that we've seen. This that is, is like out in the open. Like you've only seen like so many people do this. Yeah, just looking at TV. Who doctors? White. You know, 
And if you're looking at TV as a young African-American child and you're seeing white doctors and not a black one, you're like, okay, I can't do that. Or if you're seeing firefighters who are only white, okay, I can't do that. Or you're seeing policemen who are only white, okay, I can't do that. So what are the options for me? Then you turn around, go to a fast food place, and that's the only, mm-hmm. that's the only place you see black people. And even the fact that I was shook at like a white man working in a cafeteria position shows exactly. that there yeah. are like, we do associate races with jobs. So definitely. Say something. I don't have anything to add. I agree with you guys. We definitely do have race. We associate races with certain positions or certain careers. But I wouldn't say that. Society's definitely put us in a box, but it's not like a permanent box. It's not a box you can't get out of is what I'm trying to say. It's definitely something you can get around and something you can't escape from. It's not like, the, there's a box there, but the box doesn't like have a lid, right? Like you can crawl out if you try. And also sometimes you need help crawling out. You never know. I enjoy your metaphor. <laughs> well, this might be short, but this is our episode. See you next time. Black without the magic. <laughs>